on demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, June 3rd. This is Arya O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Syrian state media claims that Israel launched a missile attack against the T-4 airbase near the city of Homs in western Syria, killing an army soldier, wounding two others and damaging an arms warehouse. The attack, just after midnight, came a day after a similar Israeli airstrike on artillery and anti-aircraft batteries near Damascus that killed 10 people. Syria claims that its air defenses managed to successfully intercept two of the Israeli missiles. The British-based Syrian Observatory for Human Rights reports that five were killed, including one Syrian soldier, adding that a rocket warehouse was destroyed in the overnight strike. In addition to the Syrian army, Iranian fighters and Hezbollah paramilitary forces are also stationed at the airbase, according to the Monitor. The T-4 airbase is the same one that Israel reportedly struck last April, last year, which destroyed an Iranian drone facility. The Knesset is to vote today on the next state comptroller. The vote is a secret vote and is between a candidate put forward by the coalition, Matanyahu Engelman, and the opposition, Reserve Major General Giora Rome. Engelman is the Director General of the Higher Education Council and former head of the Technion. Rome is an Air Force ace, former Director General of the Jewish Agency, and today the current Director of the Civil Aviation Authority. No matter who is chosen, it will be the first time that a position of the State Comptroller will be held by someone without a legal background. Current State Comptroller Yosef Shapira is stepping down next month. Knesset member Betzalel Smotrich from the Union of Right-Wing Parties, who is seeking to be named the Justice Minister in the interim government, said that the state of Israel needs to be run according to Torah law and that Hebrew laws need a respectable place in the Israeli justice system. In an interview with Khan Radio, Smotrich added that the rabbinical courts had to be steadily reinforced. He said that at the moment he would not make far-reaching moves, but would do so after the next government is formed following the September elections. He also said that he was not involved in the firing of Justice Minister Ayelet Shaked or Education Minister Naftali Bennett, and he invited them to return to United right-wing party bloc. In response to Smutrich, Merit's party chairwoman Tamar Zandberg tweeted, Smutrich's insane vision has been revealed. There is no need to say what will happen to women and LGBTQs in such a Torah law world. It's clear that there cannot be an Israel and Justice Minister who wants to impose a theocracy. The head of the Blue and White Party, Benny Gantz, said that Israel was standing before a big farce, wasting billions of shekels to go to elections so that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu can save himself. Speaking before a party faction meeting in the Knesset, Gantz said that Netanyahu knew he could have formed a government. Number two in the party, Yair Lapid, said that the elections would be costly for Israel's economy, but that the nation now has a second chance after Netanyahu failed to become Erdogan. U.S. President Donald Trump has described the political situation in Israel as all messed up and ridiculous and urged Israel to get its act together. He was speaking to reporters before heading to the United Kingdom on an official visit. Trump Square, this is what the mayor of Petah Tikva, Rami Greenberg, has decided to rename a square next to the municipality. He said that the renaming ceremony would take place in honor of the United States' Independence Day on 4th of July in appreciation for Trump's support for Israel. According to Greenberg, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and U.S. Ambassador to Israel David Friedman will attend this ceremony. 
Police are investigating an explosion of a vehicle in Nesher this morning that killed a 42-year-old man. The man, who was known to police, reportedly survived an attempt on his life two months ago in a similar car bomb attempt. The last known survivor of the Sobibor Nazi death camp, Seaman Rosenfeld, passed away overnight. He was 97. Rosenfeld was born in the Ukraine and lost all of his family in the Second World War while he was fighting the Germans in the ranks of the Soviet Red Army. He was captured in 1941 and imprisoned. 20 days after he arrived to the Sobibor prison, the prisoners staged an uprising. Most of the prisoners were killed and a few escaped and hid in the forest till the end of the war. Rosenfeld is being laid to rest today at the Bnei Aish Cemetery. Turning to the weather, and it'll be unseasonably hotter through Thursday, mainly in the hilly regions and the center of the country. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem and Tzfat, 32, Tel Aviv and Haifa, 29, Beersheba, 36, and an Elat going up to 41 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. <laughs>